0: Together for Donnie and the
1: Machine. Hello? Hey, what's up? Donnie and the Machine Pre Show. Give it up. What's going on? The much. This is, da- I'm Donnie, Colapizi, and there's Sabri the Machine. Yes. Uh, I just, uh, listen, a lot of people ask me questions, Machine. Like, like, what? who is the Machine? What is the Machine? What? And what <laughs> is, why Donnie and the Machine? Okay, let's explain. Donnie Colapizi.
0: Donnie Colapizi. That's me. All right.
1: That's my alter name. Okay? That's my name. And then you're the machine. Right. We explain the story of the machine. The machine is because we were playing basketball back in seventh yes. grade and our gym teacher was just so funny. He <laughs> <It> was funny. <laughs> Sabri the machine. And it just kinda like it's funny. It's funny. It's stuck. Yeah. It's stuck. I like it. And uh how about this? One like you're what are you you're a music producer? I'm a
0: Jack of all trades and a master at none. Yeah. You that's know what that stu- means? Yeah, that's for sure. But, like, but yeah, what? I like to produce music, my electronic music that I recently got into because our band never went anywhere. Mm. So you this know? is just like a... Uh... But I feel like, you know, there's, it's hard to find, a, like, is does a rock, rock scene exist anymore? Is it, I mean, it exists, but is it like, it's not mainstream, it's not... I just think if it's
1: a good song, it'll be what want, people right. want to hear.
0: But like the things we used to listen to? You think so?
1: I mean, I don't know that it was I mean, ever, it, let's like, Let's super... put it this
0: way. Do we have a radio station in Chicago that dedicates themselves to that?
1: Well, let's, let's understand that the whole industry of listening to music has completely changed since we were in high school. Yeah, and in grade school. It has. Completely. It's completely changed. So, like, to figure out what type of music is mainstream... And listen, I don't know. I don't know that much about, like, popular music. But, like, what's out there? There's the radio. Who listens to the radio? anymore i mean i'm sure people listen to the radio because it's obviously out there and there's ad space and all that and there are right. those songs that just ring every five minutes you know it seems like on yeah. those popular radio stations that are in chicagoland area you know what i mean it's, like there is no radio station right. that ever played newfound glory blink 182 Ah, they play blink 182 on the radio
0: I mean, we, what was we had uh, like 94.7 ninety four seven back in the day. Yeah. You know the zone they rock. played alternative rock. Alternative rock. Yeah. No, there's definitely
1: like jacked FM still. I mean I don't listen to the radio then right. Much, so you i you got know. a good
0: point, though. Radio's not the number one source of uh yeah.
1: audio. So like I think people just find what they like and listen to it and they stream like streaming music is the is how we do it, right? We stream music all the time. I agree. You know? YouTube. So like I, you know back to your music if it's good music people are going to listen to it. Yes.
0: You know so what it I mean? Comes down to. And
1: you know I think you're a really talented musician, Sabri and what's scary is that you picked up the guitar very quickly. I remember we were 12 years old. I, obviously you had an awesome teacher. Of right? course. Yes. And yeah. let's be clear here,
0: <laughs> Donnie taught the machine how to play guitar. He taught me my first uh, power chords. Right. And um a couple a I couple think, of open chords. Lip, I think Fat Lip was the first song. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude foot from some 41. you
0: definitely got me on the right path
1: well it was just something that you weren't pre-exposed to in your family like lucky for me my dad played the guitar right. and then it just so happened Brandon ended up getting a guitar yeah you know so like he got the guitar I used to go over his house and hang out and then uh, I was hooked from the second I saw it I was like oh dude the electric guitar holy shit <laughs> you know and then I honestly I remember going home that day and I was like dad I want to get a guitar, and he got me an awesome guitar, and like that started, that started the, the foundation in me right. to uh start a band. I was like, okay, well, if I'm gonna play guitar, I gotta start a band, and I feel like I've had this thought process ever since I was a young kid, just like get obsessed with something and just fucking go after it, do something with you it. You know what I mean? But obviously, not to the degree that. Really famous successful people Oh yeah Are on Like those people are on another level They are Like The Rock but, for example That guy oh, the, just Yeah but see
0: How long did it take The Rock though?
1: Yeah well The the length of it Is irrelevant But like once they get well, that's there The Bambus, type of work that they do The movies right. The acting The brand he's built up The
0: only reason I bring that up Is because people get so discouraged So early When something doesn't go their way Or they haven't found their place yet mm-hmm. And just like Gary Vee says all the time The age doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. KFC was founded when the guy was like almost 80 years old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Walmart. The guy was 41 years old. 41 years old. So.
1: It's just about the mindset and putting yourself in. And if the content's good,
0: it'll catch on. And The, and the, the way I'm bringing that back, I'm saying when we had the band, we didn't get to an extent of anybody famous or anything close to that. But what I'm saying is we barely hit 18 years old. Right. You we know, were babies in where, infancy. And, I mean, after you turn, let's say, 20, 21 years old, every band that we've listened to, we hear about the stories how they just started to go on the road and play at different places. We didn't even get to the age of where we can be on our own to go do that. You know, yeah. who's What kind of parents are going to let their 17-year-olds just go tour around? Yeah. We're still in high school. You know? We could have, though. We could have. You know,
1: but then we talk about, like, like when we were in high school, the whole norm is to plan your future, college, right? school. What are you going to do with your life? What's your career path? So like, could we have gone and been like, yo, we're going to make this big and we're going to do this? Yes. Because we now know it, at a, at, you know, an older age that with consistency, persistence, constant work ethic, you know, a, a real desire to get something accomplished. Yeah, we could have done yeah. it you know worked on our vocals worked on our music and our music was growing every year it so was. i was talking about our band to some of my students today i was saying she's they're like when did you start the band like 2002 to 2009 which from 2002 to 2009 we were 13 yep. to 18 right yeah it seemed like that time was an eternity an absolute eternity Mm -hmm. Right? From 13 to to 18, 19, a complete eternity. Now, when you look back at it, it's just like that was only a seven-year stretch. It was nothing. It was a six-year stretch. It was nothing. What type of growth out of musicians can come in six years? Just a little bit, especially when we just started out. Exactly. And we
0: still did a lot of growing, too, every year.
1: Oh, yeah, every year.
0: But imagine if it continued. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. I know, man. But that brings us to... The guests we're going to have on today, though. Yeah, dude, he's going to Because be a- what you mentioned about the education system and schooling, like, oh, no, you got a plan for this. You can't think outside. I mean, that's changing nowadays. It's getting looser. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like, thinking outside the box or to be able to do something else. But back then, us growing up, even when we were kids, you know, you had that mindset where it's like, you got to go to school, you got to get a good job. Well, that's at least what they told us when we were young. That's what we've always been told. Right. That's what they Things told us when we were young. Things are changing now, but...
1: I mean look college is a good idea if that's what you want to do and if that's the life you want to leave but like it isn't for everybody let's face it it's not it's not for everybody and especially for someone at 18 years old who doesn't even know who they are yet right you know uh, I, to make I a expect, decision expect that you big to
0: choose what you're gonna do at, right now
1: yeah well it's the, the, it's the, what I think what I think it is is the decision they're making is tied to this giant like financial hole. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's no guarantee that wherever field you go in, you're going to be able to get a job to make that back. Yeah. You know, something that's it's desirable, true. pleasurable. That's something that's interesting to you. Something that gets you excited to live every day. Because a yeah. lot of these jobs, <laughs> let's be honest, they're sucking the life out of people. They're sucking
0: the life out of people. You know, man? And uh, Those are the people that rather worry about the paycheck rather than what they do.
1: Well, yeah, society's there's too many people that way societies has that structure where we have to make some money to Be able to live right right and if you're gonna contribute to the world to have a job but
0: Then again some people are comfortable with that lifestyle too. They just live for the weekend You know, that's their thing, you know, you work your nine-to-five nine to six you make your money And then you know people like that lifestyle do they though. I think there's people that do
1: Yeah, yeah they live for the weekends I don't know.
0: Wouldn't like if you had the option if someone said to you, still like a high school mindset that you take with you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, you know, elaborate on that. I don't know what you mean. Think about it. Like teenagers, who wants to go to school? Like you're like, oh man, I gotta go to school. You know, school's just a thing you have to do. Yeah. Who's like nobody's waking up? I mean, there probably are few people, but in high, in high school, you know, we're still young, but you're thinking, oh my god, it's Friday, I can't wait, you know, to hang out with my friends on the weekend. Yeah. Adults
1: are just a giant version of that. You
0: just carry it over, you know.
1: Yeah, which is really sad. This is
0: something I have to do in order to live, and then here comes the weekend where I get to enjoy myself.
1: Yeah. That's sad. Same mindset. It's sad. It's like we're spending the majority of our time doing things we don't really want to do. You know, I guess when you're younger, though, like you need to be exposed to all these different ways of thinking in order to grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, although the school system is definitely outdated. Yeah. Right. We still need to attach education with like vocational skills
0: you know and make it a little bit more new age yes you know what i mean the only thing that bothers me is why is educate being educated or education solely tied in to a school system you say this person is educated because they went to school that's not necessarily true because they could have went to school they could have got bypassed doesn't mean they took anything from that that's true and other people, Well, that's that why they be, do interviews, right? Other people could be sitting at home or working and working their tail off, researching, learning things, educating themselves, could be a hundred times smarter than that Absolutely. person. Absolutely. But, you know, it's the norm to be like, oh, they're educated. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? Like, uh, we'll bring this down to like a simpler form. Like, I, am, I have a bachelor's degree, right? I have mm-hmm. almost, I have over halfway, like, my credits for a master's degree. Right. Okay? I mean, it's standard. Is that me? Is that you? That's yes. me. That was weird. Yeah, it was weird. It's like, I don't know how many people have a college degree in the United States. <clears throat> I don't know how like how common it is to have a college degree. I'm sure a lot of people have a college degree. Yeah. you have a, a lot of people have master's degrees, yep. right? Again, like you said, it doesn't mean shit. But, I mean, it does to a certain extent. To a, yeah. To but, a certain like, extent. let's say I'm just regularly educated, right? College degree average. W- what about when I educate myself constantly... And talk about, you know, things that doctors talk about, but I'm not able to prescribe anything because I don't have a medical degree. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, that's what it comes down to because that's the law. Yeah. You know, even if you might be smarter than a doctor per se, you can't do that because you just, you need to have that prerequisite. You need
1: that documentation of credibility that backs up your work. Right? They're not going to take any Which, in a way, way
0: protects you. Right. And it protects the people that are in front of that person giving the service. So, so like, if you were to prescribe something and something happened to somebody, I mean, that's what it calls for you to do. So, it kind of protects you, in a way, because you got that. Sure.
1: It's like the teacher thing, too. It's like they're not going to just hire any person off the street to come deal with kids. Like, you're trained a certain way, Mm -hmm. you know, to relate content to younger brains you know what i mean there's a bunch of hoops you gotta jump through to be a a certified teacher in the state of illinois let me tell you that Mm -hmm. a lot of money that's involved a lot of time a lot of assessments you know a lot of uh official documentation with the state Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and uh i'll tell you the screening process to get candidates into a school is is big it's intimidating to a lot of people mm-hmm. going into the field. I'm telling you, it is, because the type of preparation and a lot of it's political too. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is who you know and how much you've networked. Who can put in a good word for you? And then obviously, like, it's like almost everything in life, though. Yeah, everything yeah. revolves. Well, networking, man. Networking is huge. Yeah, it's not like it's a like it's a scam or anything, or it's like you're doing anything like you're cheating or you know conniving or anything like behind anybody's back. It's, you know. Is this guy a good guy? I know this guy from somewhere. He's got a good reputation. I'll recommend yep. him to some somebody else that's actually worth you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the deal. But also, too, people are in like the wrong people are in a good spot. You yeah. know what I mean? They're not in the right spot that's fit that fits for them, but just because they know somebody, they're in that one spot. Right. You know what I mean? Does it benefit that people actually from benefiting from the service, who knows if they're like the good the best quality just because they knew somebody there in that spot, that spot. Yeah. But let's you know what I think we're rambling on. Just
0: blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. <laughs> hey, talk to me a little bit more about your music career, dude. So yeah, you 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 are a talented musician. We grew a little bit 7 years in and you know, just talking about that, dude, that makes me want to just like commit to this shit again. Like are we too far away from doing that again? I don't think so. But think about how much time we put into
0: it. We, yeah, we put Dude, in a lot we put
1: in a fucking shitload of time From, like, Wednesday night practice Right You know, 7 o'clock to 11 Playing non-stop Making mm-hmm. sure everything was, like, put together
0: Especially if there was a show coming up Yeah, if
1: there was a show coming up Dude, we need to practice Nobody was telling us that we had to practice No We didn't have a manager no. Nobody told us
0: shit But we knew it was hard work If we want to be good did, we, did you ever think about it as work, though? I didn't think about it as work at all I it, never thought about it Because it was enjoyable it as- You enjoyed it it made you happy just yeah. to hear something you came up with. Yeah. You wrote this song. You just want to play it over and over. But it was you wanna, fun, dude. It was fun, but you want, like, you, in a sense, you have a love for it. So you want to n- knock all the kinks out. You want to make it perfect because you something you really enjoy. You're building it. Yeah.
1: You're building it. It's a quality that I think human beings all need to do in some aspect. Build something with a group of people. Mm You know, I'm telling you, it hits parts of your brain that make you feel good, that it's just so instinctive that people need to do it, that they're missing out on it. Not just do something with a group of people that's just whatever, that we have to do this just to do this, but something meaningful, something purposeful. Dude, I want to talk to you about this weekend, this last weekend that I was on. I was on a, a trip in Toledo, Ohio with my flag football team. Okay. Okay. And uh, we played a tournament out there and we had five games. And um, I, the whole weekend was such a joy from the beginning to the end. I swear to God, like I was going in there. All right, so let me just be clear. I'm a field goal kicker for a flag football team. So my job is fairly unique. Mm-hmm. I go out there to kick three points after each touchdown or just three points when we're in field goal range. So okay. if we're scoring touchdowns, we get six points. We could get to tack on three points if we kick from a certain distance. Okay. So I feel like I've been inaccurate enough the last three years from 37 yards that they try me from three points every time after every touchdown. So we go up essentially nine points, and okay. there's not a lot of good kickers in this flag league. So I was going with a really confident mindset. And um, – like, kicking teaches you how to show up in the moment. Like, how do you handle a pressurized situation? Mm-hmm. How do you handle when something good happens? How humble can you be? And how do you handle adversity when you miss a kick, how, when something bad happens? You have right. to really harness that feeling, brush it off, and go out there because there's going to be another kick. Mm-hmm. That whole mental aspect of it really um, taught me something this weekend. And then, uh, so this weekend, we played five games, and we won this tournament. Three out of the five games came on a game-winning kick. Oh, yeah? So the first game we won 9-3. to I kicked a 37-yarder. The third game, the semifinal, we kicked an an extra point Okay. to win the game, 20-yarder. And then the whirlwind of the second game, dude. So I kicked the extra point. There's 25 seconds in, in the half or whatever. They said, Danny squib kick it on for the kickoff you know the next play is the kickoff squib kick it or kick it out of the end zone and I was very uncomfortable with the squib kick so I was like I'm going to kick it out of the end zone but it was rainy and muddy fields and uh, I messed up the kickoff so bad it pops up they catch it they field it they're almost about to score a touchdown really? one of my guys throw, you know, catches his flags and they're in field goal range makeable field goal range and the other team's got a, a pretty good kicker and i'm like god damn it what did i do shit and uh they hit the hit the post, it hit the post. so we ended up winning oh, you got yeah lucky. so like that 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 like whole like that shit just happened and then it <laughs> you know you got to harness that and then just let it go and then you got to go to the next game mm-hmm. there was so much of that and then the second in the, the the championship game we were up and down and up and down and i missed two kicks and we were tied and i was just like oh my god so like all this, like, emotion is going on in your head. And the, up until, like, the championship game, I was seven for seven. I kicked seven straight field goals. I missed two of them. Like, the whole, like, mind fuck that is missing and making and, and like, not knowing when you're going out there and staying focused when you're on the sideline and the warm, staying warm because it was cold. To go out there in the championship game to kick the game-winning kick from 43 yards was a freaking crazy feeling, right? I go out there with this group of guys... We have such good conversations. We're all joking with each other. There's great chemistry. Everybody's clicking. We we have fun on the field. We go to work. We take care of business. We come off the field. We hang out. We go out to eat. We go out to, go out to some bars. Have that camaraderie, man. There's something just super special about that that a lot of people don't do. Yeah. They don't do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it's definitely healthy. And people miss out on that aspect of their health, you know?
0: I agree. That feeling of accomplishment.
1: Yeah. Just like and building, so, just building something. Just like building something. Like yeah. going back to like when we were in the band, you know? Right. Like, again, we put a lot of work into it. We, Brandon, we're practicing today, seven o'clock. Marco, we're practicing seven o'clock. I meet you at the shop. Everybody got there at the shop. Mm-hmm. You know, we set up the equipment. It's like, okay, what are we doing? We're writing this song. Okay, first verse, second verse, chorus, breakdown, solo. Yep. Right? I came up with this verse. I have these lyrics. We're constantly working on
0: shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. I do. That it's crazy, was... but It's crazy how most people will just, like, we've done covers, you know, but we've never been, like, a cover band. Right. You know? And most never... bands start, like, you're just going to play. Yeah, we started playing with covers, but from the beginning, we were just fascinated with writing our own music. Yeah. Because we just wanted to build something of our own. Yeah, man. Instead of just being somebody else.
1: Not to mention, like, the music we would listen to was super inspiring, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, playing in drop D and those those types of chords, right? Playing in that drop yep. D chords was very, like instinctive to us we really like we just cl- clicked when we started playing riffs yeah. like that you know and I think your style and your influence was similar with my style and my influence and we worked together man and we made some pretty good shit for being young kids you know oh, what yeah. I mean and it definitely again built a foundation for me uh you know with my success today thus far you know for success for what it is you know yeah. my accomplishments uh, in this time in my life at 29 years old, it built that foundation for me. You know, it taught me hard work. It taught me putting in uh, a, a good amount of time into doing things that you love and holding yourself accountable to doing oh, this yeah. stuff every single day, oh, every yeah. single day, every single day, every single day, you know? And then, you're, like you said, and when people get discouraged that it doesn't happen, you know, they just weren't doing it for long enough. hmm You know? Stand up, stand-up comedians do it all the time. Yeah. Stand-up comedians, they talk about it. They talk about their struggle, how they start from open micers and they do three, four open mics a night, back to back to back to back to back to back, to back. you know, just working on their jokes and working on stuff. I'm really fascinated with performing arts and mm-hmm. it's just like, like the whole, you know, acting and dancing and co- comedy and the band and singing and all this right. shit and just theater in general.
0: It's, I, it's hard to... I think people take for granted also when it comes to performing arts because it's hard to see how much work is actually put into something because you're seeing the outcome, but what took, how much, how long, and what it took to get to that outcome of right. what you're listening to, watching, or what it may be. Yeah, I don't think the average person realizes exactly because what... you just feel, the average person thinks oh they're just skilled at it. Right. But it, I mean, you have to be skilled at it, but there's still so much work behind the scenes yeah. for it to be what you're Right.
1: I talk to uh, my students and my team, uh, my, my players on my team all the time. I said, there's outcome people and then there's process people. There's people that love the glory, that love the attention mm-hmm. from that they get from the crowd when they score a goal or when they're playing that song on stage or singing. Right. 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 There's people who, f- who do it for the outcome. Right. And then there's people that love the process. Mm -hmm. that love the day-to-day, going to practice every single day, going to the workouts, going to band practice, playing out our songs, doing open mics, working out your jokes, right? Getting that exposure, excuse me, getting that experience, getting that practice, repetitive repetition, repetition, repetition. Human beings are creatures of habit. The more you do something and make it part of your routine every day, the better you're going to be at it. And you got to have this focused mindset and go after whatever the hell it is that you want. And uh, lately, um, I don't know. I feel like well, I feel like most of my life, I've always had like those big dreams. You know what I mean? I've always had those big dreams. Coming back from the band, I I feel like I played every practice. Or I wanted to play every practice. Like we were doing, like we were gonna go to the MTV Music Awards. Yeah. Didn't you think that? I did. I right? did. Playing every practice, dude, we got to do this because we're going to be big one day. Right. Like, that was in our brain. I know it was because we shared that feeling. I know. We were hardwired for that. We were hardwired for that. We were. And even before that, or even or when I was playing soccer with Maine South yeah. and with club, like, I always thought Division One college soccer. I thought professional soccer, mm-hmm. even though that obviously... Professional was way out of reach just because I wasn't that good. I was just like an average guy with a little bit of work ethic Mm -hmm. You know, I always I went to every practice like dude, we're gonna win state. I'm going to play division one soccer I'm doing this right when I played college football. It's like dude I'm kicking every field goal like I'm going to the NFL like I practice every day like I was going to the NFL Yep, Like, when you do something like that and you set these goals for yourself and you really work hard day in and day out That I mean, that's what it takes. Yep, that's what it takes. And who knows? I I what dabbled in so many different things. I think that's another thing too. People don't try enough shit. They don't. You know what I mean? Like, how would we ever know that this podcast would be anything if we never picked it up and tried it? Yeah, they don't. They don't. Nobody tries nearly enough things. I think Gary Vee said something about that too. It's like you just haven't people that don't do with it they're not, they're, not af- they're they're afraid to take those risks right. they're afraid to try new things they're afraid to fail we're afraid of failure dude this guy yeah, that's yeah. gonna come on he's gonna talk about he's gonna talk about that and how it's
0: important to learn to fail right like the the rock he just posted a video about how something bad that happens to you could actually be the best thing that ever happened to absolutely. you. absolutely like he, he he was gonna be a football player he, to be he went. Th- he went
1: to Miami. He played at Miami. He was a, sec- a successful college football player.
0: All right, he went to Canada and he played in the Canadian Football League. After two days, he got cut, and he's explained that that, you know, he was crushed. Those were it was his dream to play professional football. You know, to try and reach the NFL. He he made it to the CFL. Two days, he got cut, and he says that if that didn't happen to me, I would have never put my mind towards what I'm doing now and been where I am at this point. So. Just because that didn't work out, then people are like, "Okay, well, that's it. I failed. Why not go after something else you enjoy?" Exactly right. Could and be uh, just a life taking you on a path that different path that you know.
1: Sure, is but better for you. Think about, but think about how, like the mental game that you have to play to, with yourself. Like that's the that's the hard. When part, the bad things part. happen, how resilient can you be? Right how resilient can you be when something shitty happens when you still have to perform at a high level it's hard it's hard, it's hard. but hard. the mind is something crazy and this is what it, it's kind of cool that we're segueing into this because uh we talked about on your last pot on our last podcast how much you smoke right and, and let's tell the people how many cigarettes do you smoke a day
0: at, on least, average. at least a pack
1: at least a pack a day mm-hmm. sometimes a pack and a half sometimes two do you ever get the two packs a day i think i have how do you feel after two packs of cigarettes <laughs> in a day in twenty-four hour time? It depends on the day. Okay, so you had just like a regular stressful day, a regular, just a regular day. Nothing too crazy
0: happens. So a couple people yelled at you about. So then I think, like yeah. I explained before, there's very few times where it's an actual, like an addiction thing, where like you really want to have a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And a lot of more of it has to do with habit. When you get bored, you're used to doing something. The ritual hands- of it, right? So I think when it goes over, it's just from maybe it's a slow day at work and you don't have much to do and you just you're used to it. You get bored and you feel like cigarettes taking up that time. Mm -hmm. You know things like that that happen or just stupid reflexes that develop. Like when you get into your car, you want to light up a cigarette right away, or after you after you eat or when you have a cup of coffee. You know those types of things. Mm -hmm. Do I ever? I mean, there's days where I feel like. Why the fuck am I smoking this other cigarette? Because I feel like shit right now. There's no reason for me to be smoking it. There's other days where I don't feel anything. I feel completely fine. Hmm. So. Well,
1: it's giving you cancer. (laughs) Most likely. No, that's that's not... I mean... (laughs) I'll I'll retract that statement. We just know that... uh, we just know the negative ramifications of smoking, smoking cigarettes so for a long period of time. Yep. Uh, so that being said, the mind, <coughs> and hey, it's keep smoking, bro. The, the mind and how strong it can be when you really want to make a change or when you really want to go after something that you really love is a special thing, right? The mind is crazy. You envision something so much that you make it real, the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. You you know, you just keep on going after what you want and let the universe let you have it. Like one day it's going to come to you. You just got to be persistent enough. Um, Which brings me to my point of meditation. Okay. Training your brain to battle that adversity. How do you do that? Like when you do meditation and you're focusing on your breath and you're letting everything in your brain just clear, And you focus on your breath and you learn to relax and calm and get in tune with yourself, right? Training the brain. Mm -hmm. I got a text message on our way, sitting on a train, waiting for it to move. So our guest is on his way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Great. This is awesome. Anyways, so like training your brain to get yourself to do whatever it is that you want to do. Right, so this brings me to the point of our challenge. Right, so people don't know, I challenge Sabri, Zach, and Brandon to meditate for thirty straight days on our uh, Headspace app.
0: Okay,
1: Um, thirty straight days of meditation. On top of thirty straight days of meditation, we have to do five yoga classes within the month from November twentieth to December twentieth, and Sabri cannot smoke any cigarettes in this time. This is my attempt to get you to stop smoking. In this time of practicing meditation, hopefully you can develop those habits of wanting to stray away from smoking cigarettes if it is indeed a real mental game. I think once you get past like the the mental uh, habits that you have, these these right. uh, automatic habits that you've formed, I think the next step is going to be your body craving that nicotine once it's not getting it anymore. Right, and then once you pass that process, you haven't had it for a little while, dude. You're going to be fine. Keep practicing that meditation. Keep doing your breaths uh, and doing yoga too. Will mm-hmm. get you closer to that energy, man, to your own like consciousness. We're going to make you we're realize. give it a shot. Are we going? How excited are you on about this? From one to ten, like, do you want make? Do you want to make a change? Yes, honestly, I do. you do. I honestly, do. I do. Honestly, I do. You want to make a change. You yes. want to stop the smoking. Yes, I do. Okay.
0: For, and, so with this challenge, it's going to make me put it in front of my mind as a priority. Is it, though? It is.
1: This is going to be on the honor system. You can fucking cheat and you, you know,
0: get a little SIG <laughs> <a little cig laughs> on the side. You can't be doing that stuff. No, dude. I'm going to do it as best as I can.
1: All right. Great. This is awesome. I'm really excited. I think it's going to, uh, hopefully, people listening, motivate them to train their brain a little bit more honestly i think when i kick you know and i'm on the sideline mm-hmm. and i just missed two game winning kicks that's a form of meditation i gotta like okay i gotta brush that off Take and go in. on to my next one you know and then you can make those type of situations relate to anything in your life when something at, at work goes wrong or something like makes you feel a little uneasy harness that feeling brush it off and continue to move forward because if you let those things eat at you inside like, you're going to make mistakes in other areas of your life. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be on point. You know yep. what I mean? Except, just learn from whatever ha- just happened. Don't do the same shit again, okay? And get your mind focused on the next task. As quick as possible. As quick as possible.
0: Agreed. You get what I'm saying? 100%. Man.
1: Anyways. Should we wrap this up? I guess we'll wrap this up. Yeah, Let's wrap this up. This is uh, should we call this episode fourteen? What do you want to call this, dude? <laughs> do you want to? I mean, this is good. How many minutes are we doing this? For a while. Let's let's uh let's close out with some of your music though. You still haven't told me like what your freaking niche is. You're doing these this electronic music. Let's play some music. Let's well, I'm still trying to find my niche, but take me take me through I'm, some of this. Let's let the people hear some. Let's the machine and also we've been
0: what, playing on the last two episodes. Yeah, well, we'll we're, we're gonna, gonna
1: play it again right now and let's talk a little bit about it. What, what's your next? What's your first? Like, what's your favorite song that you made? Or give me some good ones that you like. Like, this is your chance to be open and honest. We don't have to wrap this shit up. This is our show. (laughs) Yeah, I want to hear what people people think of the machine.
0: This is my most popular one. All right, let's hear it. What's it called? It's uh, New Rules by Dua Lipa, the remix. I don't know what that is, but let's listen to it. Dua Lipa, man, come on. Oh, yeah. You played this one before. Did you make this background music? So yeah, everything is produced by me, essentially. The piano, all the noises, I come up with the, normally I'll just like, for example, this little piano thing in the background. So I'll just sit at the computer and I'm like, I have a blank canvas in front of me. I start messing around with the piano and I come up with something, I'm like, okay, I kind of like that. And then I start adding drums and a couple other sounds and stuff and then I just look for a song. That's usually how it works for me. I look for a song that's going to obviously be in the same key or something that's going to fit the vibe. And I try to mesh it all together and make something nice out of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is very good music. It's very chill.
0: That's the point. I've always been into, like, a deep house, chill type style. I mean, I've been trying to experiment lately with more upbeat, like, electronic, like, drops and club, clubby type of stuff. But I like to the relaxingness of the deep house and the chill vibe you get
1: absolutely you know i really like it let's go to the next one all right we got uh
0: something like this
1: i think you definitely have a style
0: i do have my own like little thing that i like to do you definitely have your own style
1: Like really interesting, like songs sounds. Yeah. Not the sounds, the songs. All the songs. Yeah, the lyrics, like the melody and stuff. It's very simple.
0: I I like to keep it more simple. You know, just the vibe of it. When yeah. it gets too complicated and too much, you know, it's not so relaxing anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is rocking. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, you don't have that much piano experience. Like, we never experienced a piano in the band.
0: I don't at all. This is just from... Just basically from guitar, knowing your keys and your progressions. Your rhythm. And then on the piano, you just, I learned which key is which note. And I just go from there, and I slowly learn little by little. But the beauty of producing music on a computer is that you can fix it with a mouse you yeah. don't have to play it yeah. there's actually a lot of uh, um, big music producers like deadmau Mouse, for example he has no idea how to use a keyboard so everything all the music he makes is his with his mouse just drawing lines in the program but he still has to have a good understanding of music of what's gonna work with what yeah when the hell are you gonna change your name to Sabri the Machine on it soon like can you just do that now soon i can't do that now that's a lot of work i gotta go through all my things and change everything but i will do it i will change it
1: you're gonna be Sabri the machine
0: yeah okay because we're gonna
1: talk about me i think it's good i think it's worth talking about i think people want to hear it i think people should have it for free it is free
0: all my stuff's on uh soundcloud and youtube it's all free download they, it. got, they got download links right now it's sobs d yeah. SoundCloud.com slash Sabs D music. Turn up a little bit. This is your boy. Uh, Justin Bieber. Dude, does Justin, Justin Beaver, Bieber.
1: Huh? Yeah, you definitely have a similar sound, right? Mm-hmm. Very and I think we, we, we'd we had that with the band too. Yeah, we did. You know? Mm-hmm. We didn't stray away too much from I mean
0: each song was unique. Yeah, they are they're different, right? but in essence, they're your style. They're your style, yeah. Yeah, that's what can't. That's what keep coming out. I mean, you gotta have your style that w- that makes you know, Like, hey, when you hear this, like this gotta right. be this guy, you know? Right. <laughs>
1: right. But you know what? Another thing I think it does is that it shows how authentic you're being. Yeah. You know, and honest with yourself with the music.
0: Right. I've never been to a point you want to make something that you enjoy because that way, that's what's gonna make you work on it better and be able to accomplish right. a better song and sound. Because if you enjoy it, essentially the people should enjoy it. You don't want to work for like, oh my God, listen, this is what people are listening to, so I'm going to try to replicate that. Because yeah, yeah. then you're not going to be successful. Right. Yeah, you know, comedians talk about it all the time. How
1: like, when you're up on stage, you got to just be you. You know? Exactly. Just, you got to be you. You can't put on this front because... I, the audience feels that It's like you're right. trying To memorize something And you're not trying To be you right It's just right. It's not authentic and, and people can see Through the shit They can see Through the bullshit mm-hmm. So like whatever it is You're doing Stand up Music You gotta Cooking You gotta put your own Love into it Right Because it shows People fucking love That passion man Exactly But this is good You like this one? I do I like it a lot problem is somebody liking a, that likes our podcast might not like Justin Bieber or your music it's true hey oh well to each his own man to each, to their each own. his own what else you got Let's give me one more
0: oh this uh my Backstreet Boys remix yeah, got featured it. on uh, a website called House Music Vibes on yeah. Facebook and YouTube they shared the song yeah really that was pretty it was pretty legit I actually got a few messages uh about a week or two ago i got uh, two messages from two different people asking me if they could share some of my songs on their youtube page do it man i told them to go ahead so they people are uploading them to their own youtube pages. i think this is
1: good this will be good to attach to our
0: podcast too this is the song I got shared it's pretty low. Li-
1: Dude, I love the Backstreet Boys. Who doesn't, man? I love... Who doesn't? Dude, there are... There are gonna be... There's gonna be another, like, big... Revelation of boy bands you soon. so? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the oh, that Backstreet Boys are already there. They're performing. They go... They do the Vegas thing. They're gonna be at the Summer Bash with B96 or something like... Or the Winter Jingle Bash or whatever. Yeah, but
0: Backstreet Boys are more about nostalgia for people like us who grew yeah, up with them. They're not, I don't know that they're going to make new shit. They're not... Yeah.
1: Or maybe maybe they will. you're talking about a
0: comeback of new people is what you're talking
1: about. No, I'm talking about the Backstreet
0: Boys coming oh, and like, okay. like doing no, their thing. I thought you were saying that there's going to be new boy bands. like nah, It's going to be a thing again.
1: Nah.
0: Because I don't think so. I don't think that. I don't think that. I don't
1: think so either. But I feel like Justin Timberlake's going to be coming out with something soon. I feel like... There are plenty of people that want to hear like old
0: '90s music. Yeah, which would be our generations. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sp- just so good. But you know how you know something is good is that people still to this day, kids, know who the Backstreet Boys are. Huh? They do, dude. Which I is- was
1: I was walking down the hallways of my school the other day. I heard kids singing Spice Girls and Panic at the Disco.
0: Yeah. Do so you believe that? If they Spice know that, Spice Girls that means- is like two generations away. That means they did something right. It's classic. Right. It's good. It's a classic. It's good music. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, whatever. And Panic
0: at the Disco. So the... What was that song called?
1: I read Sins Not Tragedies. Yeah, okay. That's the one. That was like the biggest hit they yeah. had. But like that... I don't know. I just feel like that album... And like the original Fall Out Boy too was good. Mm-hmm. You know? Even the new, the new stuff Fall Out Boy's put out is pretty good. I don't know. What the hell do I know about music? I quit my band. <laughs>
0: It ended so tragically. (laughs) But think about it this way. You ended the band, which in essence gave you more time to pursue your personal training. And you got into that world. I did. So now that's why you are where you are. Yeah,
1: for sure. But there's no reason why the band couldn't have coexisted. No,
0: you're absolutely right. There's no reason
1: why it couldn't have coexisted.
0: maybe it had to happen in order for you to be where you are today. Yeah, that's true. You never know. That's true. That's true. What if and then, we continued and you just you just didn't worry about that other, like, the fitness life as much? I'd be a different person. You'd be a different person. Yeah, it really, like... What would you be doing right now? Who knows? I mean, you might still be a teacher, but who knows if you would have went down that path?
1: Yeah. You know, when I was growing up, a lot of times in high school, I was thinking about being a, an entrepreneur. I took all these entrepreneurship classes because my dad ran a business, your dad ran a business. Right. And I was thinking to myself, can I run a restaurant Did you want to? I was like, I I always envisioned myself doing the restaurant thing, but, or like a carryout place or like something with like a Italian theme or some shit like that. But then I realized like, uh, idiot, you don't cook ever. You know, you don't do any of that shit. That's not like your strength. Your dad does that shit. You know, I, I I like, would you have, you wouldn't, I don't think you need to know how to cook to open a restaurant. No, you definitely don't. But like, if you want to, like, if you want to be around that type of stuff, you gotta right. have like an interest in it. And I was like, I don't, I don't particularly like that. I, I mean, I liked going to work for my dad at the fish store because I liked working with the girl that was working there. Remember Ashley? Yeah, I remember that was my it. dude. That was awesome. You know, I learned, I learned how to interact with people, like customers, and how to deal with money. Like, right. I learned a lot of shit. I was 14 years old, and I yeah. did that till I was like 17. You know, I learned a lot of shit doing that. But at the end of the day it wasn't my thing you know what i mean and then um, actually my parents got into my head it's like why don't you do the personal training it's like you're fit you're like you're a young guy that's kind of i mean you're 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 fit because of all the activity you've been doing as a kid right learn about this shit now you're 18 go you know maybe make that i was like ah interesting that sounds yeah that sounds pretty cool i never envisioned being a trainer you know i did tell i'll tell you what though I did have a little vision. I had little visions of being a teacher when I was at Maine South. Really? Because I took guitar. I
0: uh-huh. took guitar. We
1: took gu- how to play yeah, guitar in, in right. high school, right? It was natural. to us. Yeah, I was like, took, I'll take a class. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Play take, play, take guitar in high school. And I did have visions of me walking into like being a, uh, a guitar teacher. Really? Yeah. I had these visions of like walking into a class and like having my own class and me walking in with my guitar. <laughs> I did. I swear to God. Well, there and I you was go. just like, hmm. But I was like, okay, that's not lucrative enough. It's all about the money. It's you grow up with like, money. you grow up with old school Italian <laughs> parents. It's like, you gotta make money, Danny. Okay, it's all about the money. You don't no money. You got nothing. Okay, it's an old school mentality. It is an old school my mentality. Grandpa, like
0: my grandpa unbelievable man everything's about that dollar you know how hard i worked and we know i know like the guts they had to leave what they knew right come to a whole new country don't even speak the language to be able to set themselves up here and provide for their family and not even just get them by but like provide a good life right you know they did what they had to do to provide a life but my grandpa's mentality they don't know anything else in life but work yeah work get married have children and their life is over That's what they know. You got to work. You got to work. Yes, we have to work. Where's all the enjoyment at? We have to work. We get it. But life shouldn't be just work. Yeah. You know, you have to. Well,
1: well, well, well. It shouldn't be just work. Because like in their eyes, work is the dirty work that they don't really want to do, but they have to do. That's work to them. Right? Like they set that up so that we can choose what we want to do. And still make a living from it. So who's to say it's not? It can't be something that you love to do. Right. Like doing something every day. Essentially,
0: from the start, which you can't disagree with, is that we all have to do work we don't want to do. Yes. You need to have a sort of income. You need to do something that you don't enjoy doing. Or maybe you can get it right away. Who knows? But normally, as a teenager, you're gonna work at some job. You need money to raise gas.
1: Yeah. You need- you're definitely gonna have to do things you don't want to do right. to get to where you want to be. Exactly my point. Yeah. That's the thing. But yeah. like, you have to have that higher standard goal for yourself. Right. No, I agree. You completely. Know? So let me ask you this: What right now? So, and we're gonna t- we're probably gonna talk a little bit about this with uh, Mr. Hostrowser, uh, and, and Sebastian. But like your path after high school was very unconventional. You and I both went to DePaul. We had no idea what the fuck we were doing. We just we were gonna go to school because it no, was all what I we knew. had to do.
0: Yeah, all I knew was that you gotta go to college now. But I was like, and everybody's like, "Oh, what are you gonna major in?" I'm like, fuck, "Business." Fuck me, business. Sure, my dad opened three businesses. Sure, I'll major in business. Hence, after a year of college, I'm sitting you, there thinking to myself, "You did the whole year." Uh huh. You did the whole year, or the first semester? It's
1: two trimesters. What'd you do? Three trim No, I did the whole year.
0: You did the whole year, or maybe two and a half. I don't no, remember. You
1: didn't finish the whole year. I don't
0: remember. I think I did the whole year. I honestly I don't remember cuz I remember I started the music school after that. But I started thinking to myself I'm sitting in these classrooms cuz first of all the first year of college you're taking classes that just You did. took in to high school. Yeah, it did. Why am I doing this again? And then I had to take a Explore Chicago class. Oh, I remember that. Like, I took photography. We didn't have to do anything. She took us on field trips and we took pictures on our phones and that was it. No, no, we didn't have to do anything. But besides the point, when I was in other classes, like there was a, I think it was some kind of business class or entrepreneurship or something of that sort. When the teacher starts explaining that they've never been in this field that they're talking about, what am I going to learn from somebody that's never been there? What, because you read the book, now you're going to teach me the book? And I'm, every day I'm going home and I'm looking at a guy who managed all on his own to start th- Your dad. three businesses. Yes, my dad. Start his own mechanic repair shop, build that up to make enough money to open a restaurant and essentially open a bar and just build three businesses out of nothing. So I'm thinking to myself, I have free education right in front of me. Who's going to teach me better than somebody that went through it and accomplished it? So I decided not to waste my money because that wasn't my path. Yeah, dude. I didn't have any desire to be a doctor or an architect or anything that would require me to have those degrees in schooling. I had no interest in any of that. So that was my college experience. Yeah, dude. Uh short lived
1: college experience. Short lived. But see, like you were But run- it wasn't for me. Yeah, it wasn't for you. So like you're running these businesses with your dad. Like do you love doing what you're doing?
0: Like, do you love running these businesses? Is this what your thing? Well, the car business—I love cars—and essentially, at the end of the day, like what else gonna, would you you're be gonna doing? Have, you're gonna have—I really don't know what else I'd be doing. You know, like I'm, I'm basically—I'm in my mind—I'm a business type of person, where I constantly come up with—I like to be in charge and I like to know what's going on when it's going on you know I like to know all that you know I'm good at keeping track and Mm -hmm. being in charge and I love cars I mean in every job anytime you open any business you're gonna have trials and tribulations you're gonna have stress levels where things just don't go right no matter what you do and anything you do so you're gonna have those days you're gonna be down in the dumps but do I actually enjoy it I do it's just sometimes you go through rough passages where you're thinking like oh man i wish i wasn't doing this because there's times where it just things just won't go right and there's a lot of things you gotta get through but it's a learning experience and then there's the days where you like feel so accomplished you got all this done you're like yes i figured that out i did this and everything's great you know yeah it's just that the business life like opening your own thing there's just a lot of things to think about yeah. a lot of things to think about
1: yeah Fuck that shit dude i don't want to like but, like, for you, that's that's great. Right. And I'm
0: glad that you're doing that stuff, if that's what you want to do. The thing is, a lot of people can't deal with it. The biggest problem is when you have employees, me, I make sure they're paid every week. You have to make sure everybody's taken care of before yourself. Now, what's left for you, that's what you got to deal with. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you make enough money to have something left to pay your bills. Then, hopefully, there's something left for you, huh. you know, at the end of the day, before, to, when everything's paid out. When you work for somebody else, you know, Friday comes, I'm making six ninety nine seventy nine every week, you know? <laughs> yeah, and on that note, we're going to wrap this up.
1: Welcome to uh, Dining the Machine episode, let's call this uh, 14. episode 14. Yeah, sweet. Episode this is 14. episode 14. Uh, it was a good one. I love it. And uh, get ready for episode 15 coming at you in a little bit. I love you. Bye.